0: Lead Time is a weekly dose of leadership insights and interviews from Tim Allman and Jake Bessling. Lead Time is for any leader living in a busy world looking to be inspired, equipped, and empowered to lead others to their fullest potential. This is Lead Time.
1: Welcome to Lead Time. My name is Jake Bessling. This is Tim Allman. We are so excited to have you listening, and we believe that an eternity is going to change today and in the future we're living into
0: eternity because you're a leader and you've chosen to grow. Today we're talking about coaching. Yes. Everyone needs a good coach in their life. Uh, go back in your story, Jake. Yeah. Who who really made the biggest impact or one of the people that made the biggest impact and and how did they lead you along as a coach?
1: Yeah, we're going to talk about mentoring as well and I think I've had a lot of mentors in my life. You know, you're a mentor to me, other people. But really, over the last three years, uh, to have an official coach in Larry Wright's. He's out of Texas in the Texas District. And he simply once a month actually does both coach and mentor. And he asks a lot of good questions. And when I need him to, I say, Hey, what do you really think about this? And he's really gotten me um, in any big decision in life, in any uh, month to month change in the organization, in launching a new campus. He asked me the right questions at the right time to get the right results. And sometimes it's funny in a coaching relationship, you might, and it's not because of arrogance, but it's because of um, maybe busyness or scatteredness. You come to the meeting online or wherever it is for an hour in person, and you're like, I don't have much to talk about. Mm -hmm. Like, I got it pretty locked (laughs) in, you know? Um, Check, check, check. And then, of course, a good coach, draws that out of you, and then you're like, wow, I had a lot to talk about. I cannot believe all the stuff I needed to talk about. Yeah. So it's going to be fun today to talk about mentoring and coaching.
0: So let's talk about the difference between mentoring and coaching. A lot of times you get that confused, um, and they are distinct. We even have a diagram we're going to walk through that talks about the distinction between teaching, mentoring, and coaching. So are there any creative handles, Jake, that we can kind of keep yeah. in our mind? and there are far superior experts on this
1: than us, but this is just what we're learning and what we wanted to share with our Lead Time community Um, So teaching, mentoring, and coaching, teaching, it's asking uh, directive questions, providing information, maybe more lecture-based, and it's usually on past experiences. You know, this is all the experiences, and now I'm going to teach you from that. So you
0: go to the seminary, Mm -hmm. you fill your brain with a lot of content, a a lot of theological propositional statements, uh, learning uh, all of the systematic theology, you're filling your brain, and then by nature, what, I've been trained to do this, so I'm going to go out and I'm going to... I'm going to teach, going to and the that. Bible talks a lot about talks a lot about teaching. Sure. but if you look at the story of Jesus, mm-hmm. what does he do more than give propositional truths? Yeah. He he mentors and he coaches. He yeah, does. especially coaching. We'll get to that in a
1: moment. Mentoring is answering uh, du- direct questions to you, like someone's coming to you and, mm. "Hey, I need to know the answer to this in my life." It's very structured. It's oftentimes also based on the the mentor's past experiences and what they can then offer to teach you and coach you and mentor you. Um, uh, I shouldn't use all those terms. Mentor you. Yep. Um, provides. Uh, inform- it's an informative source. Um, you can think about like apprenticing under someone that has a certain skill and they're going to mentor you toward that skill. Some of
0: the best mentors evolve their I'd say discipleship of an up and coming leader from mentoring mm-hmm. to coaching. So mentoring, let's let's use this. Mentoring is having the mentee ask you questions mm-hmm. to glean knowledge on your life experience to help you make the appropriate next step. That is that is mentoring. But there's a shift that comes and I think in in our uh, I've had a great time working with you over the last seven and a half years, bro. I think it's definitely it evolved more toward, Jake, you've got everything you need. The resources within you and around you to make a really good decision to take whatever it is, the multi-site or whatever it is, to the next step. So it's more about not you asking me questions, but me asking you questions. That's is that a helpful, I agree. helpful yeah. distinction? Yeah, let me, let me uh, yeah. lay it out Talk there. Talking about coaching. Coaching,
1: helping people think. Think about their next move by you asking them questions. So let me say it again: helping people think about their next move by you asking questions versus mentoring. I, I just said helping people make their next move by them asking you questions as as the expert. So we're going to dive into more of the coaching aspect. Think about the first words of Jesus in the Gospels. The first words of Jesus in the Gospel of John. Do you know these? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? The first thing is actually a question. And I, when I first heard that from actually Beth Moore in a Bible study in Houston, Texas, when I learned under her for a while, I was like, that's crazy. The Son of God would be asking this question of people who are following him, and he's trying to draw something out of there. Think about that. It's a question. What are some other questions that Jesus
0: asked? Uh, I don't remember. Think, I'm not thinking. Who do you say? Who do you say that I am? Who do people say that I am? Right. So I was the reason I, my, no, my brain was kind of stuck is mm. what do you want goes back to a heart level? right? It gets at desires and passions. And I think a lot of times if you're just mentoring someone, you're wanting to shape their brain to help them make really good choices. But Jesus right up front goes more to the heart. From the heart comes truth, right? Um, From the heart comes speech, right? I love that. So he goes right to desires in the heart rather than just being a human being or a human with a, a brain on a stick, right? We're not just thinking beings. We are feeling beings. That. So he gets after the heart. So that's sorry, awesome. that's why that's I a couldn't think takeaway. of
1: it. great takeaway, yeah. Who yeah. people say that? Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, Jesus says, why do you worry about your clothes? Um, if you greet only brothers, why are you doing more? Um, what are you doing more than others? If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Um, do you do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? And what I'm trying to show you here is that Jesus asked a lot of different questions. He was the master question um, asker. He actually asked about 307 different unique questions in all of the gospels. I mean, that is crazy. And a lot of times when someone asked him a question, what would he do? Yeah, bring it back the question. He'd ask them a different question. And so he only answers people like twice in the the gospels. He oftentimes (laughs) Um, gives them then a story or a parable as well. So don't don't uh, tune out just yet. We are going to get really practical here, and we're going to offer the seven questions that uh, Michael Stanier uh, says here in The Coaching Habit and go through those briefly. But then we're going to model this for you. Uh, on our team here, Ellie Ebright is going to come on up, and for about five minutes, we're going to just coach her and do our best to tackle one of her maybe biggest um, issues in her life. And so we're going to go back and forth here. Um, we all have <laughs> issues, 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 issues. Growth so, opportunities. Issues. Issues. No, no. All right. Yeah. You, you're not coming now? Oh, no. You, she'll come. All right. The first one in the book, uh, he says, is the quick start question. And kick-start it's kickstart uh, question. Yeah. I, I'm a little tired. Sorry. Kickstart question. Um, what is on your mind? So he loves the word mind. I love that because it's like when you have someone in your presence that you're coaching, Um, There's a lot of things they bring to that conversation. Yep. uh, Depending on the time of day, depending on the season of the year, whatever they're facing. And if in their mind, they're thinking about something that they're not sharing and that's really heavy on their heart, you want to really like emotional jug, kind of clear the space. And if you can't get to... Um, your agenda. That's the whole point in coaching. You're supposed to listen to their agenda and then go from there. So it's a great question.
0: What is on your mind? So yeah, when you're talking about that, all of our retreats start out, most of them start out with some sort of exercise to clear the clutter, to get the mind and the heart fully present there in that, that space. And until people bring up what's going on in their personal life or, you know, introspective life by asking you, you talk about the emotional jug, and here's the emotional jug. What's making you mad, sad, worried, glad? Mad, sad, worried, or glad? And then the second question, which is uh, how you get the clutter, clear the clutter, is the ah question. The ah question is, and what else, and what else, and what else? What else is making you mad? What else is making you sad? What else is making you glad? Let's get all of that out, good. I'm not gonna sit here and like, oh, let's talk about it, or I'm not gonna gossip with it. I just wanna get all of that stuff out so that the mind and heart can be fully present so those are two great first questions what's on your mind and 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 how many how
1: many people don't have someone to listen to Mm -hmm. so really coaching is about paying someone to listen sometimes or inviting someone if it's free (laughs) to listen to you um and you then honestly therapeutically getting stuff out of your mind out of your heart and then being trained to then focus it
0: which leads us so good the reason i'm laughing is (laughs) it's because like you need a friend. You need a friend. Like what happened in our culture where people are like uh, th- we're not asking good questions to yeah. draw people out. We talk about ourselves. Naturally, intuitively. Yeah, yeah. We got professional lifestyle personal <laughs> coaches. This should not be a career. It should just be a friendship. It should just it should be, be a friendship. normal thing about life on life. You want to be a coach? Be a good friend. Third
1: question here is the focus question. Yeah. So now you've kind of big funnel at the top, you've heard all this kind of stuff. What else, what else? Now the question is, what's the real challenge for you? And so you only have a limited amount of time with someone. um, And you can even say, you know, in our time together, we have about 30 more minutes. What's out of those things? I heard you say um, your marriage. I heard you say leadership at your work. And I heard you say uh, coaching your, your child. What what's really the biggest challenge there that you'd want to focus on,
0: all right? Go for the fourth one. fourth one is a foundational question. Jesus' yeah. first question. Yeah. What do you want? So you've talked about, you've cleared the clutter, you got all this kind of stuff. The, the person's made a choice to, to focus on this. And now what do you want to do about mm-hmm. this? What is your next step yep. or multiple steps yep. to address this?
1: And all of these questions, of course, you can make them your own. You can tailor it to... The conversation. You're adding some other comments as well, for sure. The fifth question is a lazy question. How can I help? And so lazy because um, it's just kind of this filler of, you know, um, I, I what can I do? You know, how can I how can I help you? Um, it won't necessarily be lazy at the, the tail end because you might have to do something for it, um, but it's really a, a softball of of putting some relief even in the conversation to let them know that you're in their corner, in their court, and, um, but it's still not giving them the answer, which is coaching. That's right. You're having them still have to make the decision, how can I best help you um,
0: think through that? Which leads to the next one, the strategic question. If you're saying yes to this focusing on this, taking incremental steps to defeat or, or find a resolution to this problem, this opportunity, you have to then say no to other things. So the strategic question, if you're saying yes to this, Clear the clutter. A lot of this other stuff. Maybe it's relationships or other opportunities at work. You've overcommitted at work. You feel max stress. A coach can say, you need to set some boundaries around those things so you can strategically focus in this season on that one thing. All right, home stretcher number seven, the learning question. What was most
1: useful for you? A lot of times you might um, have this relationship and something um, happens where you're cut off of the time or you just continue on, but it's really refocusing to say, this is actually now my homework. This is what was most helpful and how I'm gonna apply it. And so there you have it. What is on your mind and what else? What's the real challenge for you? What do you want? How can I help? If you're saying yes to this, what are you saying no to? And the last one, What was most useful for
0: you? So what I kind of, the visual that I had on my mind, because yes, I was actually brilliant, looking brilliant. at this talking before, there's no mnemonic necessarily here, here for me to see. Yep. But as you're entering into this kind uh, think of conversation, think of a big funnel. I don't know. I'm a funnel guy, right? So you want to get big. You want to clear all the different stuff, mad, sad, worried, glad. You want to distill what it is, the big problem. And then as it gets right down, there's action that's connected, ownership to, toward action for the individual uh, to take the right next step toward health in whatever. The area it could be family, it could be work, it could be leadership, it could be making a big life's uh, uh life and family decision in your life. This is what a good coach uh does. I love it. I'm making a note of that because I'm gonna include
1: this in my notes for the future. That funnel, I love that. I love that. We're gonna bring Ellie on, and what, like I said before, Ellie is on our team doing a fantastic job. Ellie Ebright, can we like cue some applause? Woo! <laughs> yeah. All right, Ellie.
2: Let's
1: go. What do you, just so the lead time listener knows, what are you doing back there usually um, to help us out?
2: I'm doing the sound, the AV sound and tech part uh, so you guys can hear everything and yeah. Doing a bang up job. Oh, thank sister. You.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Excellent. All right, we got a five-minute session. Usually this could take an hour though. Okay. Okay, so we'll try to get to the core of this, but just pretend, you know, you know, you just walked in, and usually there's not gonna be two coaches, probably, <laughs> but there's a big issue going on. I don't know. No. Dang. Um, and we're here to support you. And all we're gonna do, friends, as you're listening or watching, is ask questions, and we're going to have to have a lot of self-control here to just not go and do our mentor role, but really try to stick to the coach role and listen for these questions. So, Ellie, good morning. Come on up. Good morning. <laughs> that wasn't a question, Jay. It wasn't. It was a comment. The mentor. <laughs> what is on your mind?
2: Oh, loaded. Um, right now, I mean, last night, we just kicked off a great Lent service, so like I'm still riding that high of a great worship, and... um this week I'm working on a lot of planning through our Lent, our walk through our cross in a couple of weeks, and our Easter big wow. stuff. That's really you have a lot on going on. Mind. Yeah, going yeah. On.
1: So I heard worship and the we really really worship on Wednesday nights and, yeah. and some other services. Yeah, yeah. A lot going on, on campus. What else? What else is on your mind?
2: Um, trying to put in new uh, procedures for different things on work side to like streamline my time to um make sure that I'm using my time for the best and that can gain more things and do more things because of that. So, that's kind
0: of I love it. So, as you hear all of those different things going on in your world right now, is is there one thing that's the biggest challenge or opportunity for you? What would that what would that be?
2: I think the biggest challenge right now is s- f- streamlining my time and figuring out how best can I use my time okay I have an hour right here what what can I do for this instead of bouncing back and forth from you know doing five things Mm -hmm. um what's how can I strategically plan my day week month that I can use that time to benefit others more and then be able to get more done
0: so is there anything that this is a real question no. Is there anything that I or um, your supervisor on your team could do to, to help you?
2: Yeah, Todd, Todd's incredible. Todd and Adam are incredible. And so we were actually talking in our meeting yesterday about um, getting me more on the church side and getting me more on um, the studio end and focusing more on my AV part because I do a lot of, like, I do a lot of different things and being able to focus more on that and so I can give myself instead of, you know, trying to give myself and then, okay, I have to stop this and go run and do something else and um, trying to streamline that to make it better. So, so
0: what do you need to say no to to
2: Try, focus? Probably some school stuff. I'm trying to I do some extended care stuff and maybe trying to move away from that and and move my more of my position to church and studio stuff.
1: Excellent, is there anything we can do to help you?
2: I don't think so, I mean you guys have, like, our team is incredible, Todd and Adam are incredible, and I feel greatly supported by them. And,
0: and what was most uh, useful about this five minute little coaching conversation?
2: It was great to, cause I didn't know what I was gonna talk about, I was like I was gonna come yeah, up, so like, I point, had yeah. no idea what I was <laughs> gonna yeah. talk about. And it worked and, out. You guys did great and now. I feel great. I'm ready to go have another meal with Todd. Life is <laughs> so great. One, like. one more one more oh, question. You this got is one one more? Off, off the okay, books Okay, all right.
1: Is if you were to wake up tomorrow okay. and uh, you had one miracle that was granted in this situation, okay. um, what would life look like since that miracle like happened? Mm. Like God made all of this just work the way it's supposed to. Paint a picture as we close here of what that would look
2: like. I think it would it would it would look very Strategic and my life would look more strategic. And I want to place practices in my life that's like taking time to setting aside time to do stuff for me, do it like be in the Word, be in the books I'm reading. I'm working through empowering leadership right now, and being able to set that time, being able to Ooh, yes. have um, my f- main focus be. All the studio stuff, and then be able to devote more time because that's my goal. I want to devote everything I have to something to then improve the...
1: So you're talking to Todd and all that. But what is one thing you could do then um, this next week Kay. to to have that vision become a reality of more strategy and time allocation?
2: Yeah. Practical yeah. thing. Really um, practical. I think just starting now with while I still have everything on my plate, working more on my week, looking at my week and be like, okay, mm. this is my strategic time. This is the time I'm going to put into this. I'm not going to do any blocking. more. I blocking. heard you're saying blocking, blocking it out. out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting
1: yeah. that on the calendar laying it out. Yeah, yeah. Is there anyone that could keep you accountable to that schedule?
2: Probably Todd and Adam.
1: Cool. Okay. I'd, I'd encourage you, we'd encourage you to voice that to them. And um, we're so proud of you. That was awesome. <laughs> and uh, it's so cool to see in real time the growth. And leaders, you can do this too. Can't they do this? Oh, they
2: can do this. They can do this as well.
1: Ask good questions. Thanks for tuning in to Lead Time. So encouraged by uh, the coaching conversation today.
0: If you are interested in receiving coaching or becoming a coach, you can go to coachnet.com org and Jonathan writes there Jonathan has been a personal friend a coach for me and for thousands of other uh, coaches training them up and Jake and I you, you and I are going through uh, coachnet training Love even time. Today. So be a coach, get a coach. Coaching is it. Jesus is the master coach. Okay. Ellie, you are Let a legit go. young yeah. leader uh, coming alive through a coaching conversation. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today on Lead Time, Sharing is Caring. Please get this out on the social media handle of your choice and can't wait to continue to grow with you and see eternities changed because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Way to go, Ellie. Tune yeah, in like next week. you yes. You have been listening to Lead Time with Tim and Jake. You can subscribe on your favorite platform where you listen to podcasts or by visiting ChristGreenfield.Church forward slash CGTV. Thanks for listening. Tune in next Friday for another episode of Lead Time.